Today on Prehistoric Podcast, we're going to be doing a review on the movie March of the Dinosaurs. And this is your host, Nick. And Dylan, the master of dinosaurs. Prehistoric Podcast! Today we got an awesome review of March of the Dinosaurs, which is free on YouTube. What channel is that on, Dylan? Earth Planet. We found this channel and it's got tons of videos, including dino battles and free documentaries. But this Earth Planet is kind of a documentary, but it's a full story as well. It's not just like uh, they never cut back the humans at dig sites or anything. It's got a whole fictional story. Yeah. You follow two characters. One's a Trudon named Patch. And, and one's an Edmontosaurus named Scar, named after a tiny little scratch. Yeah, we were wondering at the beginning, he got a little scratch. Who gave him the scratch? Was it the Gorgosaurus? Yeah. The Gorgosaurus gives him this tiny little scratch, and I'm like, that's why he's called Scar. I'm like, I wonder if he's going to get a better Scar. But he never did. This is actually the almost the same story that was an amazing dino world. They had a bunch of herbivores up in Alaska or up towards the North Pole eating, and then they were forced to, to go south in a migration it's south. It's not that similar. Well, it's the same same premise, right? Yeah. And what we have here is we got a pack of Edmontosaurus and also what type of Stegosaurus were with them? Ceratopsians, Pachyrhinosaurus. It was Pachyrhinosaurus, my fault. Not a Stegosaurus. Stegosaurus would have been in the Jurassic. And I meant, I was picturing the right animal in my head. But what came out of my mouth was not correct. Yeah, it's actually a Ceratopsian, so don't be tricked by my dad's... Bad vocabulary. What happens is, it's just like modern animals, they are they start during the summer, they're eating up north, and then they're forced, as the winter sets in, to go south looking for food. And at the time, our Edmontosaurus friend is just sort of a juvenile, and it's not quite certain whether he's going to have what it takes to make the trip. Yeah. And our Trudon friend... Also, we don't know if he's going to last the summer, and his name's Patch, or he'll yeah. last the winter, sorry. And he's got to contend with our Gorgosaurus, who is a really cool-looking feathered tyrannosaur living in a cave up there. What other creatures are sharing that winter time with them? The Ankylosaur. They had one Ankylosaur that they said in the movie he was too old to make the migration south, so he was just hanging out up north. And also, it was a whole pack of, of Trudon. So, let's start out. Let's talk about Gorgosaurus a little bit. And uh, what are some stats, Dylan? The Gorgosaurus name means is dreadful lizard. And its weight is 2.5 tons. And it can grow up to 26 to 30 feet long. And has more teeth than Albertosaurus. Uh, we didn't get to Albertosaurus yet. So in the story, as Scar goes south, his pack runs across a pack, an entire pack of Albertosaurus. And they were hunting in a pack. So 
We were curious as to whether that was just something they made up for the movie, because it's popular in a lot of movies to show theropods hunting in packs, but there's a lot of controversy and debate as to whether tyrannosaurs were in fact pack hunters, but what did we find out, Dylan? That they have found Arbertosaurus bones in the same place. Yeah, they found in one site over 20 specimens found together that had appeared to have died at the same time. So that's quite a lot of, of specimens. And they also, we learned on that same article, that they may have had a kill technique similar to a Carcharodontosaur, where they would basically do a bite and slice technique rather than going for a straight up kill. The Albertosaurus basically has the exact same stats as, an, as a Gorgosaurus. In fact, they may have crossed paths, an Albertosaurus being slightly south of a Gorgosaurus. It's probably not out of the realm of possibility that they had met up sometimes. Yeah. Your Gorgosaurus is pictured in the movie as being quite a bit fuzzier than our Albertosaurus, which makes sense. And he has white feathers. Yeah, he had white feathers because he was a northern Tyrannosaur, which is conjecture, but it probably makes sense. It'd be kind of like a grizzly uh, encountering a polar bear, right? Yeah. So they technically probably could have uh, shared the same environment and run across each other. What does Albertosaurus mean? Alberta lizard. <laughs> that, that one's not too interesting. So in the movie, that Albertosaurus was hunting in a pack, but the Gorgosaurus, what was he doing? He was just staying in a cave alone. But he was a really sweet-looking predator in that movie. That was probably one of the coolest depictions of a Tyrannosaur I've seen in the movie. But would, you, would you like him? Did you like him better, or did you like the one from Amazing Dino World? Than a Nuxaurus, or how do you say that? I think that's the way you say it. I don't know. Just I like them both the same. Well, Dylan, how would you rate March of the Dinosaurs one to four? Uh, four. That was one of your favorite documentaries that you've seen? Yeah. It's because you learned some cool stuff, but it was also kind of like a movie. It had characters and a story. And it wasn't as boring as, like, always about the paleontologists. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we watched another documentary in that channel, March of the Dinosaurs, and it was definitely interesting, but you it, mean it was... mean Land of the Dinosaurs. Was it Land of the Dinosaurs? Yeah. yeah, you're right. It was Land of the Dinosaurs. And that one was more about the paleontologists. And it had like the augmented reality where the dinosaurs would be walking in in their world. Yeah, that's right. They used augmented reality in that. What Dylan's favorite part? What was your favorite part? There was like a stampede of dinosaurs running next to the guy, the paleontologist's cars. Yeah, so the trucks were driving into their dig site, and there was a huge herd of dinosaurs chasing them through there. And also, that documentary, March of the Dinosaurs, had a younger version of the paleontologist who is teaching the course Dylan and I are taking on Coursera. That guy's name was something like Curry or something. Dr. Curry, I think. Curry Paleontologist. And there is name. He there is he is. Philip, Philip J. Curry. Philip J. Curry. And he was looking in that movie... They still hadn't uh, found the Dinochirus. If you recall from Amazing Dino World, Dinochirus was sort of that 
weird looking ther herbivorous theropod. That definitely didn't look like Big Bird. Yeah, it kind of had like a, a like a, a like a duck build type of uh, yeah. situation going on, but it has huge arms. So they found the arms first, and they thought it was a giant super predator. And Philip J. Curry was there looking for it, and obviously wasn't successful because in Amazing Dino World, those Japanese guys found it. Yeah. He did find some pieces of it, and he figured out where it was, but they kind of ran out of time. So that was kind of cool. It was like a culmination of all these different things we saw. We're Our course that we're watching... Um, is partially taught by Philip Curry. He was in the documentary, and he was looking for Dinochirus, which was what the other documentary, Amazing Dino World, was about. It, yeah. Dylan, did you learn anything cool in our Coursera course? Yeah. Tell us one thing you've learned. Uh, that the the, the diff that a, a Saurischian and a Ornithischian had different pelvises. Yeah, we are learning how to identify d different types of dinosaurs by not their bones. Not just by knowing it. Yeah, not just by memorization, which Dylan's excellent at memorizing, and I stink at it. But by actually looking at the skeletons, you can tell whether they have the quote-unquote lizard-hipped or bird-hipped Even though the lizard-hips are the birds. <laughs> yeah, that's true. The lizard-hips are the birds. Awesome. All right, Dylan, anything else you want to cover before we let everyone go today? This was a quick hit. Check out Land of the Dinosaurs. We'll have the actual movie embedded in the show notes at prehistoricpodcast.com. Hey, gang, I hope you enjoyed the show. I'd encourage you to go over to prehistoricpodcast.com and check out the show notes. We always upload lots of cool facts and YouTube videos and things like that on each post, so hope to see you over there.